What's up? Welcome to the second episode of Are You Kidding Me? Here with Lexi and Emma. Yeah. Um, so today we're going to be talking about periods and other puberty issues. Good times. Good times for sure. Puberty Definitely was great. Get your tampons ready, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Whip them out. Um, but first, just a reminder, we are from Women in Communications. I'm the president. Emma is the multimedia chair. Um, so do you want to talk a little bit about what we've been doing like this month? Yeah. What's coming up? Okay, yeah. So we wrapped up Body Positivity Week which was awesome. Shout out to our last episode. If you haven't listened to it yet, definitely check that out first and then see if you would want to sit through the rest of this. <laughs> but, We're um, kicking it up a notch. Emerald Lagasse. Um, but... Definitely, uh, we're going to be following along this week with the Money Moves campaign inspired by Cardi B. Um, we're going to be doing a lot of cool stuff on our social media, so you can check us out there at IC underscore Wick on Insta and Twitter. Um, and we're going to be promoing some apps you can use to help you save money, cool finance tools um, that can just really help you stay on track and how to kind of manage your money at this age because... I know my credit card bills are way too high for I've been paying the minimum for like three months. My parents are like, stop. I'm so lucky they can't see my credit card. They're literally like, stop doing that. My mom's like, I know you're only paying the minimum. I'm like, I know. I think like she quoted a visit today when she was like, I paid the minimum. I paid the $25. And then I thought, I got $25 to spend. <laughs> yeah, I literally, my minimum was like 30 bucks. What did I do? I went out and got a $30 manicure right after I paid it. I was like, I have 30 more dollars now. Because my brain, I, I hate, that is self-sabotaged in, I don't even, in the most clear, concise way. I mean, it's so obviously you know what you're doing wrong, but you're choosing to ignore it. Yeah. Which is, like, great. I'm glad I have someone like Emma that I can just talk about my money. I'll be like, I, you know what? No, I couldn't, I can't go to dinner because I have 79 cents in my bank account. So. I did this thing last week. Maybe it was two weeks ago. Before I went, I went to Texas two weeks ago. I accidentally, my credit card paid twice, like $300 paid twice. Oh, and God. I was like, oh, no, it's negative $300. do not worry. I already spent it all immediately, pretty much. So it's right back up to zero. Like, I don't have to worry about it. The lady oh, was good. like, don't worry about, like, putting it back in because you've already blown through it. I was like, <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. God. I was like. Maybe we should do, like, a money episode. Because I, I have some more horror stories, but we have to get back but that, to But that's just like a nice puberty. little, it's a little preview of why we really need money moves. You can ask my parents. Yeah. They are disgusted. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my parents hate. My dad has like had a job ever since he was like 13. He like quit playing like sports so he could like have a job and like buy his own car. No. Not me. Not me. I'm like, ooh, the $5 box of Taco Bell. Yeah. I'll get seven of them. Any penny I make, I spend immediately. I spend it before I make it. Okay, how do That's I do that? That's problem, too. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, I got a fat paycheck on Friday. Just spend it. <laughs> like, uh. like, most people usually wait for it to at least hit their account. I don't even wait for that direct deposit. I'm just like, all right, I can, I'm probably getting about this much money. I could spend a couple bucks. Yeah. Really disgusting. Oh, gross. Anyway, so back to um, puberty. But seriously, if you also feel that way about money, or if you're good at managing your money, but like you still need some help and resources, check out at IC underscore W-I-C. And, uh, yeah, go get that help with your money. We need it. Make those money moves <laughs> at Cardi B. Yeah. Um, anyways. It's exciting. Um, yes, that's what Women in Communications has been up to. And now Lexi are about to get into some something that I would consider a very relevant topic. Yeah. Um, dun, dun, dun. 
Puberty. Puberty. Um, so I started going through puberty what feels like when I was three, but was really like, I got my period when I was in seventh grade. Like, I know that for sure. I was in Mrs. Callahan's after school, like math, like you could stay after school and like- The math help, yeah. Do, it wasn't even math help. It was like, you just stay after school and like do extra math. And I was like, why, like, why did that? I don't know. What? But I remember I was sitting next to my best friend, Marissa Joyce, and we were in Mrs. Callahan's class. And all of a sudden I was like, oh God. And I went to the bathroom. There she was. Horrible. But I definitely noticed signs of like puberty before then, like hair growing. Right. I had uh, the worst mustache you've ever seen <laughs> on a fifth grader in your entire life. I had like braces and a mustache. Imagine that. That's <laughs> in fifth grade. Um, and that's kind of where it all went downhill. <laughs> oh my God. I get my period at age 10. So that was <laughs> a defining moment. Emma's period story, I don't know if she's going to tell it. One of the funniest stories I've heard It's my truly it's just a defining a defining time in my life. Um, it was Thanksgiving when I was in fifth grade and I woke up and I just had the meltdown of the century as fifth graders do. I think I, I'm trying, I'm really trying to remember. I think I knew, I think my parents, my mom definitely had to have like a puberty talk with me before that happened because I was like, again, like five foot. Like, <laughs> you had like, a puberty talk? I was born probably at five foot. Like, I, <laughs> yeah, because like my parents knew they were like, I started wearing a bra in like third grade. Yeah, like, I definitely had little boobies. So I think it's because <laughs> I was like chubby, like I was a little chubby elementary school student. But I like, I remember my mom. When I was like around like the age that I did get my period, she was like, "You are being a real bitch. Do you have your period?" Like I remember her literally confronting me and being like, "Why are you being a little satanic child? Do you have your period?" Like she was like convinced that I had gone through puberty because I was being the worst, <laughs> that's and that was my puberty talk. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Like you don't even know what's happening to you. Like yeah. your whole chemical balance is completely thrown off. Yeah. Like. When I was, a, I don't even remember. You have I, no control. I mean, my, 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 I feel like my family could attest to this. I don't remember <laughs> if I had mood swings. I just remember waking up and being like, ah, and crying and crying and crying. And then my mom had to go out and get pads, but I was like, don't tell dad. And she was like, okay. But obviously, probably told my dad. Yeah. She had <laughs> to be like, I was this like, is why I have to leave. I locked myself in my room sobbing in my by my room i'm in my mom's old room so a lot of puberty going on in that room and i just like my brother was like why am i crying i just remember he was so annoying about it and my my whole family came over and i like had to wear this like skirt with these tights i was wearing like a literal diaper like my mom got the maxi 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 pad and i bled through them like every hour like it was it was i i had a period for 11 days when i first got it mine was like the most dainty period i don't know what happened to me it was like my body was like she must compete it's that she must have those babies now (laughs) and i was like oh my body thinks you're like so much older than you are i'm like oh my god and then like it just i bled through everything i bled on my cousin's comforter we had a sleepover (laughs) that like the next day we had like in my grandpa's house all my cousins had a sleepover she didn't even have her period yet and she was three years older than me and i bled all over her brand new light pink puffy comforter and I got up and it was covered in blood and I ran to the bathroom and I woke up my mom and my aunt and they were like, don't worry about it. And they were like scrubbing it out and I was crying and my cousin's like, are you kidding me? Literally, 
are you kidding me? She's like, I don't even have my period yet. And I'm like, oh my which is like the worst. Like you just, yeah. that's it too. Like no one's like, it's okay. Like you're, no, you feel like you're you like, there's so... something wrong with me. Like I'm this crazy monster who's like going through puberty before everyone else. Yeah, no, it was, it was truly awful. And then I had these big boobs and then I had the hairiest legs, really the hairiest legs. Yeah. And then just from there. When it... was the first time you shaved? I actually remember this fifth grade. Me because too. Because. I was wearing shorts. <laughs> this is horrible. They were like in two inches long hair at this point. <laughs> and I I was looking at all the other boys' legs, and I was like, holy shit. <laughs> it's like, my legs are the same length. And then I went home, my mom was like, you know, would you want everyone to shave your legs? Maybe that's maybe it's time. That was a production and a half, like in the tub. My mom's yeah. trying to help. <gasps> Blood is everywhere. Are you in a bathing suit? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think I was so. Wear- you were naked? I think I was naked trying to get every <laughs> no. inch of hair. I remember, this is exactly how I started shaving my legs. Was, I remember my best friend at that time, Alex, we were going to her camp. She was like, I started shaving my legs. And I was like, I don't have hair, do I? And she goes, yeah. She was like, I can see it. And then I looked at my armpits. was like yeah, a freaking gorilla. It was, un- I could have braided that stuff. And I just, I had never known because I never paid attention to it. And it was starting to get dark. And I went home and I was like, Mom, I think I should start shaving. And she was like, no. And then she was like, th- what happened with me, because I'm the youngest of four, is my mom would like, like I like I truly have the best parents. But like sometimes my mom would just like forget that, like what age I was. You know what I mean? So she would either be like, okay, like Lexi's way too young to shave or she's already shaving her legs. Like she's like, she's 23. And I'm like, I'm 12. But so like, I think she just like forgot that I was supposed to be shaving. My- and she was like, oh my God. She was like, go upstairs. Put on your bathing suit. I put on my black one-piece bathing suit. It was like one of those ones that like swimmers wear, you know, like that like PNR yeah. whatever brand. And uh, I got in the tub, and she was like, "All right, this like," and she showed me once, and then after that, I was on my own, and it's been horrible ever since. <laughs> it's been truly awful. I tried Nair one, like I didn't try Nair until I was in college. That stuff sucks so badly. My entire body was burning. I, I you use it on your body. I it was we were going on vacation. I didn't I didn't use it till this past March. We were like going on a spring break trip, my friends and I, because we're idiots. And um, I neared like my entire body. <laughs> like basic, not, like, I fall right off. Like, like basically, I, from my mustache down, I neared. Did your skin not just like bubble? I don't off? know, but did I you do your arms. No, I no, oh, I never, God. I never do my arms. Once you do your arms, you can never go back. Yeah, that's what I've heard. I never shave my arms because I'm Palestinian. So like, once I shave. And it comes back. It's going to come back. I so like, it's going to come back like little Kleenex or those pipe cleaners. <laughs> I feel like you don't need to shave. No. I like arms. when my arm hair turns like blonde in the summer for like one week. Yeah. I'm like, oh, it's so cute. And then it's like black. The next day I'm like, great. But um, yeah, like I neared my entire body. And it did. It actually lasted much longer than shaving. But I'm with like all I'm my sure friends. I'm sure it did. No, I'm sure it did. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with all my friends who are like hairless goddesses or like they shave and they're good for a week. I... Can you imagine shaving and being fine for an entire week? I Sometimes I shave and the next day I'm hairy again. No, that's what happens to me. If I walk by an air conditioner, forget about it. I'm like, oh, <laughs> here we go. I'm like, it's back. I have, I am not smooth for more than about a half hour. Yeah, literally. I get into bed. I'm like, yeah, let's rub these little smooth legs together. They're like, <laughs> I'm like, come on. It's literally the worst, especially the winter. Oh, my God. Oh, the winter. Forget, forget, about, forget it. about it. It's it's approaching. Or if I go a week without shaving, it's I'm clogging up that razor so badly I got to throw it out. <laughs> a new razor every week. Yeah. Now me too. I, I'm getting to this point where it's not even cupping season. It's it's gorilla season. Yeah. <laughs> it's 
It's time. Well, I just like, do you remember like being, like I remember being around my friends and they'd be like, I shaved like two weeks ago. And I'd literally be like, I shaved yesterday. <laughs> and I'd hear you. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, I'm so young that I don't realize like that's just how my body works. I th- I think I'm like this animal. <laughs> I'm like, no one will ever love me. I'm so hairy. That's horrible. I'm supposed to be a naked, hairless goddess. <laughs> I look in the mirror. I'm no, like a chubby eighth grader. I'm like, eh. I've been like waxing my eyebrows since like the fifth grade also. Yeah. Like it's really yeah. a unibrow. When I look back on it, I'm like, how did that not get taken care of sooner? Yeah. I'm like, that is my horrifying. Shout out to my sister Erica because my mom did not want me getting my eyebrow waxed because when she thought I was going to have those little thin, she thought I was going to be one of those like sluts with those thin <laughs> little eyebrows. <laughs> but she just like, she was like, once you shave your eyebrows, like there's no, like, or once you wax it, there's no going back. You have to keep up with it. And I was in eighth grade, and I had I remember my eighth grade graduation, and Erica like picked me up from school, and she was like, "We're getting that thing taken care of," and she had she took me. I don't even know where. She, I think she took me to like my hairdresser who lived like next to my cousin. She was like, "Wax it off." I waxed yeah. off my unibrow. That's nice though. That needed to happen. No, I thank think. God I had her. That that definitely needed to happen sooner rather than later. Yeah, sad to say it, but no, the unibrow was. Never. It's gotta go. No. Very few people can pull off the unibrow. It's also just like not necessarily cleanly. Like I, no. I don't just don't like the look. I, you know, you know what? If you're a unibrow, we're pro unibrow, but I'm also anti unibrow. <laughs> um, if, if it looks good on you, it looks good on you. But if it doesn't, get rid of it. Get rid of it. It looks bad. Um. What was I gonna say? Anyway, well, that's my story on unibrows, but. Um, for something that when I went through puberty, um, my aunt got me the care and keeping of you for me and my cousin, mm. the American girl book. Yeah. What a wonderful treasure of a resource. Yeah. It was truly wonderful. It had yeah. like how to put in a tampon, what to do when your boobs start like hurting, like the stages of your breasts developing. Oh, there was nothing worse than that. When your yeah. boobs were like tingling, you're like, oh, <laughs> And it, like, hurt, but not in, like, a ouch. It was, like, you were being stabbed by a thousand <laughs> tiny needles. No, and I had all this, like, really great information that I think was a really, really wonderful way ahead of its time resource. And yeah. it had, like, little naked drawings of girls. <laughs> but they were, like, hairy. And they were, like, this is what happens when you get leg hair. Like, what comes next? And, like, okay. they had all these nice little diagrams. And there was stuff about... You know, maybe you should start using deodorant. Like, <laughs> oh, I remember the nurse in like fifth grade came in and was like, you guys need to use deodorant. You'll smell. And she like showed us how to. And she gave us free deodorant. Did you watch the movie when that happened? Um, No, this was like way before the movie. What year did you watch the movie? We watched the movie in fifth grade. I want to say okay. this nurse came in like maybe third or fourth grade. Like really? real early. She was like, you'll smell. She had to get ahead of the curve. Well, well now I use like clinical strength. <laughs> I use this deodorant that is like. 100% putting toxins into my body, but it's the only deodorant that works because I'm so sweaty. Oh my it is like um, $100 a bottle. <laughs> it's like $13 a bottle. I like, like have to like trouble. go into debt to buy it, but it's <laughs> it is, and it smells like rubbing alcohol. <laughs> I think one of the funniest um, things that ever happened to me was in fifth grade when we watched the movie. I won't use names because I think people will listen to this and they will know immediately who I'm talking about. But in fifth grade, like, there was the movie, you know, this is what happens when a male starts to go through puberty. A female goes through puberty, right? But then it was like, and this is what sex is. 
And then it was like you separated out into like two groups where like you had a lunch with my fifth grade teacher. Like we had a girls lunch and then they had a boys lunch. And it was like nice the way it was set up. But we didn't even get to the girls boys lunch yet because during the movie they showed a picture of the male genitalia on the screen and it was going through like the fans different like it was going through all the different parts of the penis basically oh god and the kid across like the room from me i'm looking at him and like the lights are off obviously but he's swaying back and forth in his chair and i'm like oh my god and then he <laughs> hits the ground like Aww. i've never seen it passed out during the movie and then everyone's like oh my god oh my god and they're like get up get up get up and they were shaking him and then the nurse pauses the movie right on the diagram of the penis. <laughs> so the room is now dead silent because this kid is getting, like, dragged out of the office, like, out of our classroom to the nurse's office. As he passed out looking at a penis, which he has. And then we all had to sit there for, like, 20 minutes with the diagram of the penis just <laughs> sitting on the TV. Nobody could look at the TV. Nobody could look at the kid. We didn't, nobody knew where to look. I just remember being, like, staring at my desk, like, oh, my God. And I would, like, Imagine being the kid who passed out during the movie. It followed him for years. Yeah, I'm sure he I never I mean, it still does, I think. Yeah. Like, it literally, people be like, remember the movie? I'm like, oh, yeah, remember that guy? Remember when he passed out? Everyone's like, oh, my God. And I was like, it's on the male part, too. And we're all like, ah, horrible. Emma, I feel like you were the perpetrator. <laughs> it was actually, and my friend was like in love with him. She had the biggest crush on him for years. And she was like, oh my God, is he okay? I'm like, Maggie, he passed out during the movie. <laughs> and then he's excused from the rest of the movie. <laughs> he didn't have to come back. Did he have to go to the boys' lunch? He did have to go to the boys' <laughs> lunch. But, um, but like the girls' lunch was so nice because our teacher, I mean, she was like, she was like, yeah, one time I got my period, and then I had to go to a gymnastics competition. I didn't tell anyone. I put a tampon in, and I went. I was like, if my life was only that that's easy. And then she was just, I just remember, like, all these girls asking so many questions, and we're all like, oh, wow. We're like, so what happens when you have to go swimming? She goes, you can wear a tampon, or you know, sometimes your period stops in the water, so if you have a light period... You know, you don't have to, like, worry as much about it. And just, like, I remember so many questions. So many questions. Yeah. And it was nice. I remember, like, <laughs> my mom was getting so mad at me because I kept, I would put a tampon in and then it would hurt so badly. And, like, that's when you know, like, you're, you're not, not putting doing it in, it right? right. Yeah. I also didn't have a heavy enough, like, period. Right, to put one in. I didn't understand, like, okay, first day of my period, like, probably not heavy enough to put a tampon in. Like, should wait to my second or third day because I was, like tampon now like whatever and especially because like i played sports and i was like super active and i was like i need tampons it took me like months my mom was getting so much she was like why can't you just put it in correctly i was like i don't know it's hard i kept putting it in wrong and but the thing is like once it's in wrong like once it's in wrong you know it's like not, not like angled correctly yeah. you can't pull it out because it hurts it's so bad so when it's bad. only been in there for a second and there's like nothing on it literally nothing more painful than that no. and i i would i was doing that for months just like pulling like dry tampons on me uh, horrible yeah that's horrible literally the worst time of my life yeah no it's not great it's um, not fun and then it came when i was 16 this time you gotta go on birth control awesome that messes with you Horribly. like nothing else yeah, no, I literally went on birth control because of my period. Yeah. Because it was so heavy. And then that was two years that 
of like trying and of trauma and, that I cannot even relive. <laughs> like the, the different. I that's when I said like I don't remember my mood swings. I remember those mood swings. I would cry every day. Someone would be like, "Hey, like, you see this video of like this guy like farting?" I'd be like, "Oh my freaking god, he has a family, and we're making fun of him." Like I oh, wow. could not handle anything. So then I I cry every day. Like it, you could be like, "Hey, how's it going?" I'd be like, "That tone." watch it <laughs> i just could not handle it and then i switched to another one that i think my boobs went from like b to d in like two days <laughs> they were humongous like no bra i could put on my friends were like are you are you stuffing your bra i was like i wish and like it was so so bad and i was so angry all, all the, time. the time i was so mad on my birth control. and then i just i went to the gym every single day this is when i lost like 10 15 pounds in like a month because i'd go the, and i'd run on the treadmill and i'd be like oh, i hate everyone i hate everyone and I'd run so fast i'd be like <sighs> like i like <laughs> i feel good i'm like god that is so unhealthy and then i went off it and my boobs people don't tell you this like everything is a different and that's what the worse when the boobs get big and then they no, sag mine deflated ugly. Ugly. to half the size so my and this was during like my senior year so i tried my prom dress with my big old knockers and i wore it and i was like oh my god i don't know what i'm gonna do like i think this taken out so i got taken out prom rolls around my itty bitty titties i had to put chicken cutlets in my dress <laughs> Because it was that big that like it was falling off of me, and like we paid so much money for that dress. Like my dad doesn't even know. Yeah, how my much pa- that my dress dad has no idea how much money we paid on dresses. And so I had to put chicken cutlets in the boobies just to get it to look natural. It was so embarrassing. I was like, oh, I'm so oh we have God. to do this because otherwise it looked like it couldn't, it wouldn't stay on. Yeah. And I already paid for alterations. It was something. Wow. Thanks, birth control. I remember for the chicken cutlets when I was 16. My mom was like go on birth control she was like let's put you on birth control because my period was like so like i wasn't getting yeah i like wasn't getting it and then i was getting it and i didn't get it for like a year and they were like oh my god so they tried to induce a period oh no which is horrible you literally are giving yourself pills knowing that death is coming (laughs) and um they didn't work so then they put me on this new inducing period i was going to the gynecologist like every other day and then the thing too is like they were checking me for ovarian cysts. So I'm 16 years old getting a getting a um, sonogram, right? That's what it's called when they check pregnant ladies. Every <laughs> I'm in my gynecologist's office and like the left side is like for appointments and the right side is just for sonograms. And obviously the waiting room's packed and every single person watches me, a 16 year old, go into the sonogram room and they were judging me so hard. I was like, I'm not pregnant. So whatever, they checked me out. They're like, you get a sonogram when they put the gel on I, you? Yeah, literally they put the gel on me and we're like, mm. I had to drink so much water. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, it was traumatizing. And then they were like, okay, um, yeah, so they induced the period, and then she put me on birth control. And I remember this period that she, <laughs> this, like, period-inducing medicine. Um, you had to have your period for a week, and then you could start the birth control. So I'm sitting in math class again, my pre-calc class. Yeah. And this is my junior of high school, and um, I feel myself just, like, bleed right through my pants. And I get up all over the seat. I'm like, great, 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 great. I said to my teacher, I'm like, I have to go to the bathroom. He's like, no. I was like, I have to go to the bathroom. He was like, no. And I was like, I just bled through my pants. It's all over that chair. I'm going to the bathroom. And I just left and I cried in the bathroom. That sounds like fun. Yeah. And then I was put on birth control. My mom was like, so like, again, my mom just was kind of like, like, she was like, okay, we're like very serious about like vaginal health. Like we're taking you to the gynecologist. And I was like, great. Like, that sounds good. Whatever. So we go. And then she was like, 
she wanted the gynecologist to like give me the whole nine yards. She was like, Pab smear, all this stuff. I was like, I'm 16. Mm-hmm. You're like, like, I don't need it. Yeah. And I think it was just because like my sisters who are older than me, like were doing that stuff. Like they were like yeah, getting yeah, all yeah. their like health checks st- stuff that you get checked out when you're like 21, 22 years old. My mom was like, yeah. And I was like, no, 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 like, no. Hold on. Still a baby. I'll never forget when my gynecologist was delivering a baby and my backup gynecologist was delivering a baby. So I had to have this like man. He was like 45. And I like know his kids from playing no. sports. That they had no lens. And I was like, please just refill my I had to I had to go that day though, because my like after a year, you know how like you have to refill it. Yeah, you have to refill your birth control and they won't do it unless you right, get a you check up check with them. Out. I was like, please just refill my birth control. He was like, okay. I was like, <gasps> I went by myself. I called my mom after. I was like, I had the man. <laughs> it's truly traumatizing. Like people yeah. don't like understand that. Like it's yeah. It really changes you from the inside out. Definitely bleeding through your first chair, like through your pants under your first chair. I used to carry Clorox wipes in my bag because they happened to me so often. <laughs> I'd be in math. I'd be like, someone be like, oh my god, somebody bled on this chair. I'm like, oh my god, who did? I was like, it's my chair. I was like, ew. <laughs> person before me but on the chair nothing worse than it. that and then in, on the inside i'm like screaming nothing worse than having to pretend like something wasn't you I'm like was emma it's like your leg aches <laughs> i'm covered in blood i'm just like oh my god that's so gross like learn to control yourself and what, ladies like, dickwads were like ew they bled like just if you see blood just and it's on a chair it. just shh <laughs> if, you, if you just sit in it after i understand just wipe it up really quick just, just go to the bathroom get a paper towel wipe it up yeah. it's okay just say nothing because it's in a news feed. Yeah, it's not a big deal. Yeah, literally, <laughs> it's so traumatizing. Um, horrible. Anyway, that was a good talk about that. Um, yeah. we should move on though to talk about some media that we love that talks about it, and I think anybody could guess what we're gonna talk about because I'm going through changes. Oh, That's right, big mouth in my life. <laughs> It's so, so good. Maybe we should cut that part out and just insert the Big Mouth theme song. I probably won't, but yeah. I think it'd be nice to um, add that in there. Copyright issues, you know, I don't want to, you know, yeah, that's why. We abide by the law in here. Not because I'm lazy. But, um, so Big Mouth, actually, Emma introduced me to Big Mouth, and we watched season one together, and it changed true. my life. Because I would give anything to have had Connie the Hormone, or honestly, was it Maurice? <laughs> Maury, Maury, <laughs> Maury, or Connie, the no, hormone monster. monster and monstrous and monstrous to be my to be my little hormone monstrous. Yeah. yeah, it was truly. So if you haven't watched the show, it's created by Nick Kroll and Andrew Goldberg, and I actually just listened to a podcast. Um, because I'm I'm actually obsessed. Like yeah. Nick Kroll, I might. I'm in love with him. every YouTube video. I before I was like, oh, I watched the league. A lot of people watch the league, which pretty much if you've watched the league, imagine the entire league now animating, have animating voices like Jason Mazukis and um, all those guys. Checking it out. It's really great. But Nick Kroll, uh, he created it with Andrew Goldberg. And Andrew Goldberg went on this podcast that I love called Mortified, which is also a great example of um, it, it talks about like periods and going up and growing through puberty and people writing in their diaries. So check yeah. that out, too. But um, he goes on Mortified to talk about. Um, his puberty, and I realized Andrew Globerman, who was one of the characters played by John Mulaney, <laughs> is Andrew Goldberg. Like, <laughs> he faces all of his own, like how his in one episode Andrew gets his 
mustache waxed <laughs> by his dad when he's in like seventh grade. He's like, no boy should have a mustache that thick. And his dad waxes it in the mustache. He's mom's like, people like, are gonna, what does he say? He's like, people are gonna think that you're like a man, Andrew. You're not. You're a boy. And like, it's just he like, like makes Andrew feel horrible, horrible about having a mustache. And they do like all, I don't know. So that actually did happen to Andrew Goldberg. So a lot of the stuff is based actually on, um, like their real life so nick kroll was like really short growing up so his character nick in the show um goes through like a lot of that like you know andrew is the character who's going through puberty like immediately like they have all these like oh god i don't even know like the, they, the show starts with andrew like having a wet dream yeah and then right next to nick in bed and nick like when they were gonna sleep over but like nick um it takes him like forever to go through puberty because he's like smaller and like it's just like he goes to the doctor they have all these things and like it's really like realistic and like the girl there's actually really female also female role models in the show too where like jesse is the girl who's going through puberty like a lot faster yeah. and her, her parents are um getting a divorce and so like she is like actually a good emotional character to have while missy is like young and naive and like yeah. they just have like a lot of a variety of characters that you can relate to they have jay played by jason <laughs> jay <laughs> is my favorite character like i know i'm gonna grow up and marry a jay jay is crazy he just like his dad's a divorce divorce lawyer it's just it's really um a 97 degree annie's lentil soup yeah, yeah. If you watch this, it's 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 truly hilarious. The funniest show, and it's because it's your deepest, darkest <laughs> thoughts about puberty and your own experience with growing up and going through puberty. And someone took everything that you're like, I don't even, I don't have the courage to say this out loud. It's so traumatizing. And then they've put it into a Netflix show. That's that's exactly it. And the good thing about Big Mouth too is it it makes it okay to talk about like they even Big Mouth like breaks that like the fourth wall like all the time like yeah. they're always like and if you're watching next episode like yeah. coach steve is like the <laughs> gym coach coach steve um it's just yeah they uh have like they break the fourth wall all the time and they'll like reference and be like oh you know if you're still watching um you know stay tuned because we're going to talk about periods so and they have this like one whole episode dedicated to Jesse the, like one of the main characters, yeah. I guess spoilers also now that I've gone really deep into this, but spoilers, um, they have Jesse get her period in like the second episode of the show and yeah. they're at the Statue of Liberty when it happens and she bleeds through her little white shorts and um, she's a male she, ally in Andrew who like gets her. <laughs> and so she goes into the bathroom and this is funny because it's, it's not just like, I got my period. Yay. And she's like, Oh my God. Goes in the bathroom. There's no toilet paper, nothing. She's bleeding through her pants. Andrew has to go get her a nine 11 towel. <laughs> and he's like in the women's restroom and like, it's just, you know, a nice, it's a nice gesture from a male friend that yeah, um, and it's just everyone. That's the thing too is like during when girls are going through puberty, they need their male friends to not be, be weird weirdos it. and be like, "Ew, is that a tampon?" <laughs> and just like respect their business. Like when I was in elementary school, there was only one bathroom that had like the cans, like that you could throw out the stuff inside the stall. <laughs> and I would always go. It was by the library. I would always go to that bathroom, but I didn't know how to like. If you saw a girl taking a purse to the bathroom, then you knew she had her period. Yeah. And I was embarrassed. I didn't want to take my purse to the bathroom, so I would stub a pad in my bra. And I would run to the bathroom. And it just, like... Yeah, I remember something like, tampons up my sleeve. And now I'm like, why did I ever do that? Like, I get it. 
But I'm like, embarrassing. that's embarrassing, but I'm like, I should never have been in the situation to feel like I needed to hide that I had my period. No, it's embarrassing. But the whole show does a whole thing about how it's embarrassing. In the second season, they have a girl, like, develop her, her breastuses and how all the walls are like, ooh. And they just have, like, a lot of, like, good um, moments that I think especially you think it would be creepy like at the end of the show they this is what i was trying to say earlier i told us i thought but they were um they have like wait we have an animated show of kids going through puberty and it's not creepy and it's true like it sounds yeah. really really creepy in concept but it's not at all um it's not at all creepy. it's so funny and i feel like it's definitely like at least in our apartment it's opened up so many conversations of not even us us being like let's watch an episode of big mouth and then talk about it it's literally just like we're watching it and we're like oh my god that's so relatable and then we end up talking about like our own experiences and i feel like it just like takes down that wall of like you can't talk about it because like we should and like i always feel better after like being like oh yeah i'm not a crazy like puberty monster no, well, yeah, it's grade. really great. And if, if I still haven't sold you on it, Fred Armisen is, like, the dad, and he's, like, a really, like, odd guy. Maya um, Rudolph, Maya Rudolph is the hormone monstrous. the hormone monstrous. When she goes, let's go to Chick-fil-A and not tell anybody. <laughs> and they cry together. And it's, oh, I love Chick-fil-A. Um, and I don't know, it's just, like, Nick Kroll, if you just look up him doing the voices, too. Woo. Sexy. He's a hormone monster voice. Dare I say I just think it's just a really, a really, 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 really Jenny Slate's in it. Okay, I'm going to stop pitching it. But you'll, Jordan Peele's in it. He's the ghost of Duke Ellington. But that's why we love it because it's just so, first of all, it's all the best people and it's it's just so relatable and is one of the only pieces we've seen that really captures the essence of puberty and how traumatic it was. (laughs) Truly, truly traumatizing. Um, But that was like a great, great 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 piece of media so i just have to express something too i for i think i'm spending too much time around people um that watch a lot of tv because i dressed up as andrew globerman this weekend nobody knew who i was they were like pedophile i'm like it's the mustache isn't it (laughs) It looks like that guy from the lovely bones i always (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna put you in a box underneath the field but like i like I I thought that this was a very well-known show and I think among certain communities it is but I think it's still good that we talk about it I thought like oh it's so overused like Big Mouth isn't like this little cult classic anymore I think it still is because a lot of people are like oh I don't watch that show because people have a stick up their butts about animation yeah. for adults <laughs> I could <laughs> I'm just very passionate about this yeah, I, look, look, I don't I... love animation like it's just not my thing I will Love die. Big Mouth. Big Mouth's one of my favorite shows. I will die on this hill. <laughs> the animation from adults is creating some of the most relatable and well thought out content out there. I will leave it at that. But if you're looking for more things, unlike Big, Mo- Big Mouth, I would check out Bojack Horseman. That's my last pitch. I love Bojack Horseman. It does a lot about mental health. It's really crazy. Everybody I've turned on to it, if you had that sense of humor, if you, if you enjoy this podcast, yeah. you probably enjoy Bojack Horseman. And it's such a thrilling, thrilling, good show. And that's really great. Bob's Burgers, I feel yeah. like, is the much... It's the intro to animation. Yeah. Because Bob's Burgers is funny, it's cute, it's light. Um, but anyway... Wait, remember... Sorry, really quickly. I know we have to move on, but remember when Big Mouth went... Um, Nick's older sister's, like, picking birth controls, and there's and they do a whole episode, and she picks it's like the, the pull-out method. <laughs> like, stuff like that's just so funny. And the mom's like, no, 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 no. 
No, and they have a whole episode. It's like The Bachelor, but it's about birth control it's methods. It's like her picking her birth control, and she picks the bullet method. Hilarious. Um, but anyways, um, so media we love. Now let's media we hate that we think just like yikes. does not. You want to talk a little bit about this? Yeah, I mean, I just think like it doesn't have to be recent media, but I think in reflecting on growing up in the early to late 2000s when you're going through a lot of this stuff um a lot of the shows that i know that i watched that i think a lot of people did too was the disney channel mm-hmm. and i watched lizzie mcguire that's so raven wizards of waverly place every disney channel original movie that was on you know i watched it yeah and i just every every single one the american girl movies i love i just everything i really enjoyed those and i think when thinking about it there's one episode that i can remember that touches on puberty just one and it's lizzie mcguire has to get a bra and her and in this time she's what 17 when this is being filmed like <laughs> yeah she's like but she um i don't know how old she, i think she's like eighth grade which i feel like is almost a little old yeah. Beginning a bra, but I, I, the message was still there. Like I, I had boobies in elementary school. I appreciated the um, attempt, but like they had this whole thing where she went out and she got one, and then her brother found. I, it was like a whole thing, and that was the only time where I was like, "Oh my gosh, like that's so funny." This guy wears a bra. I yeah. wear a bra, but otherwise, I just feel like a lot of them just chose to really ignore the topic, which is interesting because they had. A very captivated audience um yeah, of young like, girls. even like miley cyrus like she was literally going through puberty during hannah during montana, hannah montana. And never like remember that first episode i remember the pilot episode and then if you watch the second episode it is like she clearly like went through puberty because the first episode she's like a child and then they had you know a long time between the pilot and the second episode and you can barely clearly see a difference and i wish like that was her going through puberty and that was her you know, that whole show was her, yeah. Yeah, and not one thing about it. Not even one. Like, I just wish there was some kind of, like, reference yeah. to it. And I get that a lot of kids, like, maybe it wasn't, like, the appropriate time. But it was it was definitely something that didn't have to be, like, big mouth where it's, like, almost borderline disgusting with, like, all the, like... Yeah. But, like, it didn't have to be such crude humor about it. It didn't have to be, like, humorous at all, which big mouth does a lot of humor with it. But, like... It definitely could have been something as easy as just you had a girl at school who maybe was being, like, bullied because she had, you know, bigger boobs or, like... Or she was carrying a tampon to class or, like, even, like, a boy, like, his voice cracked and... It could have been, like, little tiny things that I think would have just... It didn't have to... I get that Disney's brand is not going to be puberty, but all of their, like, their main audience is kids going through puberty. So I think it would have been nice... Just to include a little something, something in there every once in a while. It didn't have to be a whole episode about it. Didn't have to whatever. I just think it could have been nice to be incorporating some of those topics that maybe would have made kids feel like less awkward about it because it's like talked about in the media, which would have been kind of refreshing. Um, I completely agree. Which, you know, I, you know, times are changing, which is nice, but I don't know if any Disney channel, I actually couldn't name a single Disney Channel show that's on right now. Stock with a blog. <laughs> <laughs> I, think that's, 
I think that <laughs> I kept getting that one in Good Luck Charlie mixed up. Like, I thought Good Luck Charlie was the one with, like, a talking dog. No. Have you seen those, like, memes on Twitter? And it's like, and if you only text you at 2 a.m., good, good luck, luck, Charlie. Charlie. I think kill me. Those are so funny. But that's, not, yeah, like, good luck, Charlie. They, that would have been a good one. I feel like that's good so luck, Raven. Good Charlie would have been a great that's one. That's so Raven was, like, low-key woke. Like, they talked about, like, a lot of things. Race and body positivity. And, like, they really, like, took Disney Channel and they were the only show that was, like, really making like active change or uh, really like actively i think like talking about important truly important issues like when raven she was supposed to be in that fashion show yeah they changed her design to like a skinny one she's like no yeah it's supposed to be for women like me and you're all like what yeah exactly you were like mind blown but it was like it was i don't know i just feel like I mean, we're just criticizing the Disney Channel, obviously Nickelodeon. I didn't even put it in that category because I oh. can't even think of a show that featured iCarly. No. Unfabulous. Oh. That was unfabulous, though. I guess was similar because she was so awkward. Like she did so many embarrassing things, I but never show. talked about puberty. Never talked about periods. Like, and she was unfabulous. like, "I'm fabulous," and everyone around me. I don't know the next word, but <laughs> she had the guitar. It's played by um. It's like ringing a bell as you go on. I didn't know what it was called. Unf- Emma Roberts. Oh my god, that's really old. Yeah, we were, like young when that. Yes, 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 yes. Oh my god, yeah. Yeah, that was I a for- good show, but I forgot that was a show. It was like similar because she was like so. She was so nerdy and yeah. like weird. Yeah, she wasn't like popular or anything like that. But I don't wow. know. Or what was that one with um, Britney Spears' sister Jimmy Lynn Spears? Zoe 101. <laughs> no, like Zoe was perfect. Yeah, Zoe was like truly a radio. Until the show was canceled. <laughs> We know why the show was canceled. Anyways. Anyway. Yeah. Any last thoughts, Emma? No. No. no we hope you've I mean, enjoyed our, our incredibly traumatizing. But anyway, I think that's really all the time that we have because we have to get out of here and stop talking about this for now because we got more stuff coming up. Episode three is coming up in a little bit. Um, a little preview of it, I think, would be nice for yeah. our listeners. Dating in the digital world. Yeah, Ooh. handling cuffing season. How exciting. Ah, <laughs> it's going to be <laughs> truly thrilling. Um, but anyway, I hope you all enjoyed a nice conversation on periods. No one um, interacted with us on social media. They People told me individually on my social media how much they enjoyed it. Yeah. But if you have a story that you wanted to share with us or you have any thoughts about digital dating for next week, or next eh, month. Next month. Um, if you have any thoughts about it and you want to get a little ahead of the game, please message one of us because I think it could be a fun time. And thank you to all of you that did message us after our first episode. It was nice. We love you. We got a lot of support. And um, it was it was truly wonderful to see that people were like, hell yeah, body positivity. Shout out to Ben Carlton for texting it to us and just going electric. Electric. <laughs> I had so many people. I had people I was talked to in like a years, really long years, time. Years, yeah. Like, I listened to this. I was like, why? So <laughs> many people were like, sent me videos of them listening to it. They're like, this is dope. I'm, I'm like, like, is it? Thank you, mate. You were like, I can't tell the difference between the two of you talking, but it was fun. Yeah, I was literally. Like, okay, so same. just mine. I have a little bit of an accent. and I have an upstate accent. And I do not enunciate. <laughs> and if it's quieter, it's probably me. If it's yeah. louder, it's probably Lexi. And it's also, I'm a, sick right now, so if you can't understand anything I'm saying, and you hear, it's me. We tried really, really hard not to make this an ASMR video. <laughs> <laughs> we tried really, really hard. Yeah. You know what I mean? Okay, that's Anyways, enough. Anyways, thanks. Bye. Bye.